Hello, everyone, and welcome to another PAP Chat, Productivity App Chat, where we talk about productivity tools, methodology, philosophy, and everything in between. Uh, hello, Notion Goth and Kim, both in the chat. Lovely to see you today. We have some some person that I sort of spoke to a little bit. Um, I think they know a little bit about Notion. Um, I'm kidding, just for those that aren't aware. But this is John, John, Jonathan Stewart, who's uh, a Notion nerd. Kind of, we're not really Notion nerds, but we are Notion nerds because we know Notion. But yeah, so John. you're not a Notion nerd. You're not a Notion nerd. You you betrayed us. Like and then literally in a video, I find out from a video that you now refer to me as a notion nerd on my own. You betray me on a video. How could you? Okay, John, I was gonna say introduce yourself, but now you don't need to because you've just had a bit of a, a faff and a and a bit of a, a moment. Uh, do you wanna relax and calm yourself? Because we are professional business people here. We are professional business people and we take things seriously and we don't joke around and we don't make silly videos where we talk to ourselves. <laughs> um, so, John, do you want to do, do an intro for those that are not aware of who you are? Yusuf, hello, good to see you. Um, who you are, what you do, um, and yeah, that sort of stuff. Cheers. Yeah. So, thank you for the wonderful time. Hey, I'm Jonathan. Um, I believe that systems should bring you joy and help you love the work that you do. That's my whole spiel. I don't care what app you use. Of course, me and Danny joke about it, but the apps are irrelevant. So I help business owners and kind of solopreneurs find the tools that help them love what they do. Currently, I'm working with clients to create more joy. But today I'm going to talk and nerd out with all of you guys. Joy. Why joy and not fun? Is that because I, I've said fun too many times? You're like, no, it's joy. Joy and fun. Honestly, the big thing is loving what you do. Yes. Yes, the Notion Goth. This is tea from my brand new kettle, which boils very quickly. And it's wonderful. Thank you. Because you need caffeine. <laughs> I, no, if I need caffeine, I will have Sneak, not sponsored. But it is in brand colours of orange. I was literally about to say that. I saw orange. Orange orange and pink is an interesting combination. I don't think I've seen that combination before. I love it. Yeah. What, what, what is the logo image thingy on it? I think it's a bunny of some sort. It looks like oh, it looks like you know that evil bunny rabbit from uh, I can't remember what like series it is. It's like a kids series, and there's like an evil bunny rabbit like tries to like rule the world type thing. That's what it looks like. Um, <laughs> yes, but I'm I'm a cool kid now because I have sneak. My wife heard me say that before I walked out and cried with laughter at me. So yeah, yeah, cool okay. So we know that you sort of use Notion. Um, just a tiny bit. Yeah, just only a little bit, though. I, we, I'm we, a bit of a beginner. Yeah. I asked this before stream, and I, I know you've been moving around with different apps. Well, you don't move around as much as some people <laughs> um, with, with applications. <laughs> That'll be me. Uh, but I know that you use other applications such as Google Calendar, Zapier, and other things like that. So I'm curious, your digital toolbox, toolkit, whatever word you want to use, because 
some people have said it's not a it's not a toolkit, it's a toolbox. I feel like it's like the American like argument backwards and forwards, like it's side path or whatever they call it. You're like, no, it's a path or side sidewalk. There you go, dog, shut up. Um like sidewalk or path. You're like, anyway, squirrel moment. Digital toolbox. What what have is that flying squirrel? Have you got the flying squirrel to go across the screen yet? No, that's animation. You got all these, you got all these cool little yard. things going on the bottom there, but no squirrel. Zero out of ten. That's that's because StreamYard lets me do that. StreamYard doesn't let me throw a squirrel in, on the screen. Doesn't let me go. There you go. Poof, squirrel. <laughs> I, I just, I'm going to have to make a squirrel and just be like, moment. Yeah. <laughs> that beautiful squirrel, the, or the squirrel, orange squirrel. I love it. I think it's brilliant. I saw that. I was just like, this is the most amazing thing in the world. I love it. And it's holding an orange. Lovely. Uh, Lizzie, I, I good to see you. That. Seems it's a notion specialist thing. Orange yeah, is a notion yeah, specialist thing. Talking about the lights. However, however, can can their lights, can their lights, just give me a second, do this. Just like in the background. Like, You're having a disco. Yeah, exactly. Disco party party. I'm a notion specialist. <laughs> Except for the fact that I never really go to parties and I'm pretty much in this room all the time. But that's not the point. You're anti-social. Well, everyone is at the moment because no one can leave the house, but <laughs> yeah. that's besides the point. Yeah. I just liked the background colour and it looks so good. <laughs> okay, so thank you. Thank you, Paulie. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, completely derailing your conversation now. I'm, with lights. I'm, I'm not getting lights for my room. Derail my conversation. You, you. So you admit it. You admit it. After all this time, you are the one that derails the podcast conversations. No, <laughs> no, we don't have. No, let's be real. The podcast conversations were never planned. Never had a rail to begin with. <laughs> it was like we're going to talk on this. All right. And everything around it. Here's, here's a train station with lots of rails, and we'll put the we'll put the train on one, see if it goes forwards. If it doesn't, we'll pick it up and put it on another one. <laughs> well, basically, the trains that we have go backwards and forwards, and then they roll float. They, they roll over yes. and land on the other track. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Um, it looks fantastic. There you go. It does. It does Thank, look you. Really nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, with his voice, that is true. That is true. He's he's a, he's a nerd like that. He uses his voice to control stuff. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't I? It's fun. Anyway, um, let's get back to the original question, shall we? Digital toolbox. What's in your toolbox? What do you use? What apps and stuff? Apps, software, tools? Do you use? Not just this is my go-to, but. All the, the small, nitty gritty thingy. Yeah. So um, for booking calls, I use Schedule Once, which is a really like old style tool. Um, but I really like it. It is overly complex. It doesn't, it, it's just too complex for most people. But I really like the power I get of being able to book like six sessions in one go. And it's free. Like, People look at when people 
look at schedule once and look and go, oh wow, that's that's way too like that's for advanced people. And I'm just there going, no, it's not. My coach uses it. I uses it. I also know that the notion cloth uses it because you I pointed it. her to it. Yeah, <laughs> you and I'm, I uses it. I uses it. I uses it. I do's. I do's. I uses it. Schedule once is one thing I uses. Look, I'm from Devon. I'm allowed to speak like that. That's my excuse. Oh, there we go. Don't, don't you have to like so cut schedule the word off halfway through because you've just like forgotten how to speak? Yes. <laughs> Are you what? I got to do or time. Get you. Yeah, you. Yeah, you. Yeah. I'm sorry. for someone. That's how we're supposed to speak. <laughs> I am just minutely more posher than that. Anyway, now I've finished. And now I've finished offending the entirety of my county. Yeah. Everyone's going to show pitchforks as I has like. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> does make me <laughs> does me think of Gollum. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to try and do my Gollum impression. I can do many impressions, but Gollum is not one of them, and it annoys me. But anyway, in my digital tool toolbox, I have schedule once. I also have a convert kit. Who carry on? Carry on. Carry on going. Don't do that. Don't bring stuff up if you don't want me to instantly answer. I, them. I was expecting you to like finish the sentence, but now that now that you've stopped the sentence, we'll answer for all these questions. Squirrel, come on! Oh yeah, come on! Have you forgot is... how I work? I, I forgot that your attention span is the same as mine. Like everyone else, I bring on. They they can focus. They can go. Okay, I'm going to talk about this thing, and then we'll then we'll go. Yeah, no, you're yeah, okay. Um, that's not how I work. I am not a traditional business person. Like you should know that by now. What, what do you think of the emojis as well? Like complete, like another. But like I like the emoji because I can just bam. There it is. Yeah, I do like that. That that's. I mean, that's kind of what. I would have done yeah. anyway, but yeah, yes, I think that's pretty good. Anyway, as I was saying, I'll finish the question and then I will happily dive into that one because that's going to be a topic. Sounds good. Um, also, I use ConvertKit because honestly, I just feel it like for creative people who don't want to be marketers, I think ConvertKit is the best option for many people um, because it's simple yet powerful. If you're not a fan of, of that, you can use some like mail. Mailer Light, which is also free and powerful too. I thought you were going to say MailChimp. Um, no, MailChimp can die. The monkey needs to die. It should never come out of its box ever again. Chimp paradox. I'm so fed up. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to stay away forever. <laughs> and of course, as you touched on earlier, I do use Zapier. I use Google Drive because who doesn't any at the at this you know who doesn't? I use Zoom because Zoom is good. Well, that's you. No one cares. Um, Zoom. <laughs> Actually, for all intents and purposes, everyone on this channel does care what you say. Darn. Um, <laughs> damn it. Um, well, okay. Let, let's rephrase that. They care what they they care what I say, and then they go, "Oh, I'll do the opposite." <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. So, how many people here have backups? I have backups. Another app. Yeah, you just use eighty thousand. You just use eighty thousand apps, which is <laughs> that's a bit of an exaggeration. How much of an exaggeration? <laughs> I'm definitely in the thousands. 
There we go then. <laughs> I haven't documented all of them yet though. So I'm I'm only going to class like count like 40 because I've only documented 40. <laughs> uh yeah, so is that is that the majority of your of your your toolbox? Because you've got that, that, that's uh, pretty pretty much like for me personally, yeah. yes. Like I don't have too many too many tools. I play with a lot of tools because that's kind of what I do for my business is to figure out what tools are best for people, like what the tools and systems are best for people. And of course, top of my list for me is Notion because Notion works exactly the way that I want it to work. Real people don't use backups. They release it as open source and let everyone mirror it. That's funny. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> That is a really clever way of doing backups. You, you know who that is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, it's Bass. That's Bass. Bass has been on, I think, twice in the last month. So, but yeah, I, that that's literally what I've been doing with my coding coding notes. My coding notes are on GitHub, and anyone has access to them. So, as well as obviously files. Yeah, it's pretty good when you're coding. Like for me, I'm not really coding um, because. But you don't have. To. I learned enough. It doesn't have to be code. To be on GitHub, it could be a markdown file or just a text file. Yeah. I mean, that's effort. I mean, only Gits use GitHub. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Funny one for those that haven't seen the video. That was my joke. He stole it. No, it's not your joke. It's the joke that basically everyone, like, you cannot know claim the joke if it literally has that much effort to come up with. You cannot claim a joke. Well, actually, yes, you can. It's you, to be fair. I'm a claim it no anyway. effort. <laughs> it's mine. I'll put a trademark okay. on it. I don't have a trademark, but I'm going to put one on it when I have a trademark. I have a trademark now. I'm, I'm a business pro. I have a trademark. I think. <laughs> he says, getting confused. No, I'm just making sure that there's no um, echo. What flavor sneak tonight? I can't remember. You can't. <laughs> you, you you can't remember what flavor sneak. In other words, the drink. There are different flavors. Oh right, okay, okay. I think this. Oh, this is the Vimto one, the purple one. I am echo. Purple storm. Purple Storm. Is it stopped now, Lizzie? Because often it's probably me. Just gonna say, I, I have discovered. I haven't done anything. No. Anyway, do you want to answer this question, Paulie? Paulie? John, yes. do you want to answer Paulie's question? <laughs> I would happily. So what are the major issues you go through when implementing Notion with a client that knows nothing about Notion and what system has worked, worked better for them? Um, I don't immediately implement Notion with a client. Um unless before i even touch tools for people who don't know how i work i am i'm i am a certified notion consultant but my focus is on finding the right tools for the person and i view tools as vehicles and so before i even start implementing notion my main focus is figuring out whether notion is right for them because often depending on the size of the business depending on how they like to work it does vary um inside when when i start working with someone inside of notion my main focus is to figure out how they work so if they come to me and go yeah i really want to use notion i love the idea of notion i've tried this tool this tool this tool and this tool and none of those tools work 
because that's what I'm listening for. What tools don't work. If they say Trello, Asana, um, or, or any of those tools that are very linear in design and they don't work for them. My first question is, have you tried ClickUp? And asking whether actually ClickUp is a, and figuring out whether they like a tool with all the information. If so, I will tell them to try ClickUp first and I would help them with that. However, often people who have already come to me are larger businesses who have been in business for a long time um, and so know that the tools like Asana and Trello don't work for them and they want something that is based around them. Once I hear those words, they want a system based around them, I start exploring Notion because Notion is one of the only tools that can really, 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 really solidly work around them. You do have to make sacrifices. And if one of the big sacrifices is, I'm linking to another task here, uh, another question here, not task. It was a question about recurring tasks. Hence why I combined the two to try and shorten my thing. See, this, this I'm a pro. Um, that, one. that one. Thank you. Why do quite a lot of Notion users try to do recurring tasks with Notion rather than use an app like Todoist instead? Um, because Todoist is in a silo. It is siloed out. And people who use Notion want everything in Notion. The big power of Notion and Rome to an extent as well is when it's all together. Like when everything is in one place. And that's why people use... Oh, I can't wait for him to disagree with me. I've missed this so much. Oh, yeah, but there are way more than just those two. And the reason when someone goes, I need recurring tasks to be an important part of my system, that is very imperative for me. I would not tell them to use Notion because, yes, you have workarounds and they are very good workarounds. If you need every single one of Notion's other powerful things, if you just want a task manager, I'm going to put you into Doist because... It's the best task manager. Yeah, and going going back to Paulie's question, uh, with with knows nothing about Notion. I think when when it comes to knowing nothing, just an app in general. If someone doesn't know something about an app, I mean, I've said this a few times on Twitch streams, uh, but you, I think it's important to understand the the individual's ability with tech. Some people are much more tech savvy and will grab certain features of apps much quicker than others. Uh, so I think having, a, like for me anyway, having an understanding of what that person's understanding of tools is definitely helps me help like go, okay, we're not even going to touch any of these tools. It's way too complicated. We're not going to touch any of these features of this thing because, again, way too complicated. So you only really need this this feature, this specific feature, this set of features, whatever. Um and Notion is one of those that has loads of features that you don't really need. Like there are loads no. of formulas and functions that you don't need, but it has it, which is where I think, which is where I think some some people when they look at tools, they look at like the uh, the pinnacle, the pushing edge, the 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 what it maximum the tool can do, and you're like, we well, you don't a lot of people don't actually need the maximum of what a tool can do unless you're going to live in it really. Uh, would you agree? No, but often often like because of the dashboard porn on youtube and like everywhere it's like oh look at this dashboard it's sexy and it looks good and this and that however if visuals is important and imperative to you then yes it's a feature that you need to have 
<clears throat> it it all stems back to as you were saying what you need is more important and it's figuring out what you do which is the definition the actual dictionary de definition of a system is just what you do which people forget because system has this big like heavy feeling to it now when people go i must build a system and i turn around and go you must build what you do and then they go wait what you can't build what you do you're already doing stuff so stop trying to build something new just for the sake of building it so it's thinking. having a reason why hmm? systems thinking how would you go about that then i find it weird what I do thinking. Exactly. <laughs> and and often systems thinking s sounds really like <laughs> overly complicated when really it's it's like what I do. All, all systems thinking is, is thinking about what you do, bringing more attention to what you do. You don't need to spend a grand doing that. I'm gonna not necessarily. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of dovetail with that. Sort of go go off and then come back, and it's gonna relate to this question. Seth Godin, four or five days ago, I think, uh, in his blog post, blogged about words and using different words. And we've spoken about language in this stream quite a few times now, actually, um, and terminology, things used, context. And in the blog post that Seth was talking about is using words to substitute other words people like are always inventing their own terms their own words and they're adding things wherever and changing definitions changing sub definitions of something in a specific context etc etc and what seth essentially got he he, he whittled it all the way down to plain english which is something that yeah. i'm really struggling at the moment with the coding programming world because they don't use english they're like insert a hundred different words that no one's ever heard of unless they know what programming is, which all beginners are like, what? And then, then you sit there trying to define what the question is before you can even tackle the thing. Anyway, um, so it's plain English. How do, how do I explain this thing in plain English? Get rid of all the, the fancy words, terminology. What, what, is, what does it mean? Which is the Feynman's technique. Explaining something to a four-year-old, five-year-old, explaining something in simple words, in basic plain words. Systems thinking, there are so many things involved in it. Systems thinking in plain words is what I do. Thinking about what I do. Everyone thinks about yeah. what I do. And, and that's what, well, but they don't. That's the thing. People don't think about what they do. They have to think they, to an extent otherwise they do it, which is where I was going. Uh, Just... no, well, that, 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 okay, fine. Let me rephrase my sentence because it's not that people don't think they subconsciously just do things everything becomes a repeated pattern a subconscious pattern which, pattern which they don't think about what what people need to do and what i teach is to bring your subconscious to the surface so that you can actually take action on what you do like really see things laid out because when you're thinking of creating a piece of content for example you have a series of like what 15 20 30 steps but every single time you have to use your brain to go oh in out grab this grab that grab this grab that grab that. you are there see this space there's a huge space and the idea is is that i my whole philosophy is bringing like the theory and action like what you do in your head to what you actually do together so that you don't have to think about it as much because it's all laid out there meaning you can see things from a different perspective of ah this doesn't feel right. Like that, that's a bit confusing. Why am I doing it this way? 
But what often happens when people start thinking about designing and creating systems, which remember is what I do, and I'll be saying that so many times today, because it's such a, it's so important because whenever people talk about systems in the business world, it's all this, mm, yes, mm, yes, yes, advanced systems, databases, spreadsheets, and mind maps, and, but it's not, it's what you do. You can get a piece of flipping paper and write down every single step that you do, and that is a system. You already also have a system, which I have a, a video on my YouTube channel all about. Like you do already have a system because it's what you do. And that's all a system is. And it all all using the tools and the apps do, no matter what tool or app you use, just brings it from your from inside your head to out of your head. And a good system can be put anywhere, which is, I think, something that you discovered quite quickly. Like when you started exploring all your systems, you're like, well, I don't care. I don't need it in Notion. I can put it anywhere and I'll still be fine. And that like and unfortunately, with the world of productivity, it's all about the best task manager, the best this, the best that. The ultimate. But that's <laughs> it's a it's. Oh, yeah. I'm not allowed to swear on here, am I? Yeah. Sorry. Good chance. Oh, cool. yeah. Okay. Um, it's 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 a bunch of nonsense. It's entirely up to you because there's no such thing. There's no such thing as the best app for system design because your system is just what you do. If you understand what you do, then you don't necessarily need a system. The system is kind of above the app you use. Likewise, the the only problem that there is with systems and is when people try to shove their system into an app. Mm-hmm which is always a big problem. And often with tools like Trello and Asana and ClickUp, unless the way you work is step one, step two, step three, step four, and you're and unless you're incredibly linear, tools like that don't work. That's exactly what we talk what we talked about routines. Everyone every everyone already has one, whatever they call it, such or not, whether it's refined or not. Yeah, exactly. We all have things we do and and even I would I would define routines because that's still quite a heavy word. Like we need to break the routine down further. It, it's literally a group of things we do, like every day. A repeated set of things we do. Mm -hmm. Before we answer this one, which just just as reference, because I completely skipped this because there wasn't a question mark on it. If there is a question you want us to talk about or answer, put a question mark. Uh, I got the ticker down the bottom, but it just means I don't forget it because the only reason I saw this is I saw the question mark right at the end of the comment. And it just happened to be just above Kim's. <laughs> <coughs> Go for it. Average Francesco. Uh, so do you think that one day we're going to have the best? No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to finish the rest. I apologize. I'm not going to finish the rest of your sentence. I, because I, will, that I will finish like the rest of it. Um, for everyone uh, that do everything, that do everything, wow, wow. Uh, in the productivity, in the productivity side. side, if this happens, what are the most important things that will be in the app, in that app? There won't be. I'm, I'm going to quote, never... quote myself. I'm going to quote myself because I'm that egotistical. Wow, man, <laughs> yeah. The best app is the app you make for yourself, but no one is going to do it. No one's going to build that. Um, I said that in the YLF Notion video, the best app is the one that you build for yourself because you know your system the best. You know your framework the best. You know your friction points, what you need to do, what you don't need to do. No one else knows that. All the apps people build, they build for themselves or their business or their team. And it, it kind of fits in this bubble. If you fit in that bubble, you can use it, but you might be in the middle of multiple bubbles, which most people are. So unless you yeah. have the knowledge, skill, patience, time to build an app yourself, no. no. 
that that's the thing. And and I and even then, I don't think there ever will be the best app for everyone. That that is the problem I find. Everyone. Yeah. Um. No, never, because every single human being is different. Even though me and Danny are very similar in many ways, there are still real categorical differences between the way me and Danny both work. Oh, yes. Because we are, we, we have, yeah, we have discussed those multiple times and still do. Like, there are some things that he does I don't get. Why are you doing that? But at the same time, and we often wind each other up with it, but at the end of the day, we both know that our systems suit us perfectly. And that's the important thing, is that I don't think there will be a best app for everyone. I don't think we'll get any closer, and it's going to be a hot take, than what Notion has done. Because, like, as in the ability to do a lot of things okay, in terms of project management specific, Let's not talk about note-taking because that's a hot topic and another one because Notion's fine for some types of note-taking, but not for others. And and that is a very broad kind of statement I made. But because Notion has the ability to connect everything together, if connectivity and being able to have things together is important for you, then it's the best app. If it's not, and you would rather have the best of the best in each individual section of what you do, then one, good luck with making them all work together. <laughs> or go build it yourself. I don't think there will be such thing as the best app. There is no best app. Because it's it's when people talk about the best app, is the best app for you as the individual. And something you... And, and often people... I was going to say something you touched on there, which I think I I try to reinforce in a lot of my streams, but most of them are over on Twitch at the moment, uh, is that productivity needs to be context specific because you can be productive or efficient at this thing or that thing or in this environment, in that environment. And all the, all the tools are going to be different for some things like Notion. If I wanted to use Notion for video editing, it's impossible. You can't do it. It's not what the app does. No. Um, so yeah, it'd be pretty cool if it did, though. <laughs> yeah, it would it would? Um, if imagine that an app that could video edit, image edit, create things, you know, they'd just no, the app would just explode because it would be massive. Uh, that's that's what open source projects are about. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think finding a tool that helps you to be productive in a specific context, maybe then there is a best app for it, maybe. Uh, if you can get if you if you can niche down into a specific thing, then yeah. And also, question you're going to have to get very very niche, which obviously, yeah. And obviously, the big problem here is that everything in the productivity side, like define what productivity is. We had a whole stream on so that. Hard, huh? We had like a whole stream on that. When when Kim came, Kim came on, we spoke for fifty minutes about product, literally what productivity was. You can because go back and watch it. it's not on the channel, but yeah, it was a, it was an awesome stream about languages and and Notion, but many languages and terms used and things like that. So good. Uh, yeah, so tools or tech. So if the system is what you do, then how does what do I store where so I can find it later fit in? <laughs> you look confused. I'm not sure how that question could you add a little bit more context to that question because I'm not sure what you're asking <laughs> 
people who can get hundreds of people to a hundred ducks so no one no tools will ever fit yeah exactly yeah um bass could you kind of def like expand on what you're asking me because that's not a question i can answer because there doesn't like that doesn't I don't it, doesn't, it doesn't compute it there's an input and it, it's just like a buffering circle <laughs> yeah basically there's a notion buffering circle yeah yeah we're, we're all familiar with that well i'm Aren't not we that familiar with it because i don't use it that much anymore but uh, <laughs> how, how are you finding the buffering circle by the way john i know i know uh, ben made a yeah. really nice i love the website <laughs> so funny and i mean that is something to consider with notion like slotion it's not perfect it, it's it, it's not perfect it is slower however for me everything notion does in the way that i can make it work exactly how i do i understand that sometimes it's not like what notion has done is amazing like we cannot deny that the ability to customize things in that way it's pretty darn good. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think that was Kim responding to Bass. Uh, I'm sorting. Uh, I'm sorting. Sure so you find it later is also something you do, and therefore part of your system. Also, oh, maybe maybe yeah. it was yeah, maybe it was reference to how you store things. Well, that's well, that is exactly what I'm doing. I am storing things in a certain way. For example, in A and E, like. I store things here so that I can refer to them later. Like that's where I put things like that is what I do. I do this with this piece of content or this thing that I want to look back at later so that I can refer to it later. I know where it is so that in my system of thinking, I know exactly where to go. When I'm writing a piece of content, I go here. Then I go and look for inspiration from here. It's like, that's what I do. Except with your courses. Actually, no, because I do the same with courses. Now that I've refined... So basically, when I first originally built the Course Junkie system, which is what you're referencing, like it didn't do all of that. But as I have refined the way that I do things and the way that I work, it has become more and more of a tighter system that I understand really well. Like... Your system, I don't think a system, what you do can never be done because it's what you do. So it will change as you transfer into different areas of your business or, or different parts of your life, you do things differently. And as you learn more, you do things differently. So where is the line between storing something and using it and storing something and hoarding it? Where, where is it? Do you think, obviously it's a blurred line. It's not a solid line. That's obvious. Uh, but how do you know whether you should store or shouldn't store, should retain, shouldn't retain, should back up? If I have to, if, if I want to store it, I'll store it. As far as I'm concerned, I like the idea of like the serendipity of ideas. When I want to find something to look at, I will go into my, my, my notion and look through and go, Oh yeah. Like I think there is this really <sighs> people make out that digital hoarding is bad. Mm -hmm. And I actually don't think it is bad because 
I when I used to feel bad about hoarding things and taking things in and like putting things in a space, I was always like, oh, I really shouldn't have too many pieces of content in here. And you know, then a few months later, I'm like, oh, what was that post? I remember doing a live stream. I think it might have been with you where I remembered an article that I wish I stored, but didn't. So I then had to go and find it again. And two, three months later, his website is now down and you cannot get it anymore. But guess what? It's in my notion. Because when I went and saw it again, when I touch it, it's mine. I take it because I find inspiration from that as someone who creates content, as someone who kind of has these ideas. Information in it. Oh, I like what, what another notion here is put. Information is information and it can remind you of things or spark inspiration. Oh, that rhymed as well. I like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like if it's a spark, I want it. I will not store everything that I look at because obviously that doesn't make sense. But if it makes me go, oh, cool, I will take it. If it's like, I could use this, I could talk about this, I could, I could find a use for this. I don't know how, when, or why, but if I could come up with a use for it, I will take it. It is mine, <laughs> my gritty. It's my, I want to have it so that I can look yes. at it when I'm ready. <laughs> because I also... <laughs> yes. I do not know. Yeah, it is better to have it and don't need it than need it and don't have mm -hmm. it. That's my attitude. And let's be honest, Notion has unlimited storage, um, which you have proven. Thanks for breaking it. I didn't break it. It was a coincidence. And we proved it was coincidence because Bass said so. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, it was, Notion be in touch with your seat. The thing is, no one even noticed... No one even noticed. Um, but yeah, so I, I think what, what you said there, though, in my mind, hoarding is just taking stuff down just for taking stuff down. There, there is a process for you capturing something. So even if you've got a big vault, base, knowledge, brain, whatever the, you want to call it, if, it, if it's full of stuff, I wouldn't say you're hoarding stuff. If you've got thousands and hundreds of thousands of notes, I wouldn't say you're hoarding things. If you're putting things in there just for the sake of putting things in there then i would say that's hoarding that, that would be in, in my mind what hoarding is uh, and, and i do that, that, that see what, what you're saying what you're saying like there's not a definition there like no. if i'm taking stuff in for the sake of taking stuff in well i am for all intents and purposes i do not know whether this will be useful i just have an inkling that it will be useful and there are some times where i won't use things it's like you you in terms of the way that I personally work, you cannot you cannot go, will I use this? If I'm not going to use this, then I'm just not going to have it. Well, I don't know whether I'll use it because my business moves so fast. Like the way I do things moves fast. And I have to be a, like, how do I know I'm going to use things? How do I define that? I can't because what may not be useful for me is useful for other people. Do you capture things like tweets? Yes. And I assume you catch your things off, off TV as well, like notes off TV, movies, ideas, thoughts. Not, not as often, no. But I don't watch many movies. Do you watch TV that much? No, not really. Okay. I, my TV is YouTube. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, but there's so there, there is obviously a sensor in your mind as to whether you're going to capture something or not. 
And but don't ask me how to don't ask me how to define that. But that's what I'm saying. I think I think everyone everyone has a different. That's why I said the lines blurry. Like everyone has a different barrier line, like criteria, as it were, to to capture something or not. There is always a decision as to whether you're going to capture something or not. Normally, if the friction is reduced, you're more likely to capture more stuff. <laughs> I think I think that's an obvious one. Uh, oh yes. Just, huh? Oh yes. <laughs> but but I think the 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 hoarding aspect is just if something was really easy for example i don't know if someone made a script where it just transcribed every word of every youtube video that in my mind is like excessive hoarding because you don't need all of that um but grabbing grabbing the links to the videos to refer to back later definitely useful uh, mm. question from kim if you have uh, if you have a purpose for storing it 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 is it really hoarding? That that is the <laughs> there is that pesky language thing again. Yes, but I think purpose. Strictly speaking, I hoard things because you if know? you look at the dictionary edition, dictionary edition there, dictionary. <laughs> I can. There's me trying to be really professional and like really posh, and I'm sat there not being able to say dictionary definition. Isn't that great? Um, a hoard is a large group, a multitude, or number. So it is a, a mass of things. So basically, I hoard. hoard. By the dictionary definition, I'm hoarding. However, there is emotion attached to that. People feel that hoarding is bad. Well, yeah, we, we could go there, but won't. Like, it depends on your definition of hoarding. Mm. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting Kim has put purpose in there purpose purposeful what is purposeful <laughs> what is purposeful information because i i know for me i've i've captured stuff and i've looked back i mean we were we were in uh poorly when was it was it wednesday thursday last week i think i was talking about uh one of the essays that i'd written uh, in second year and i have it stored that was obviously danny hordes apps well, I, I i don't store them anywhere <laughs> <laughs> I don't store them. I store the, I store features of the apps. So maybe, are you hoarding features? Yeah. I'm... Strictly speaking, there are multiple features, so you hoard them. Like that is exactly what you're doing, but it's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't think there's a good or bad thing with with storing information. Uh, I think if if you're spending more time collecting information than using the information, then potentially there's an argument to be had. Uh, ah, that's a gross generalization. That depends. It depends on where you are. Like when you were doing your degree, you were taking in a lot of information at but, one go. But I was like, how do you define? Like, yeah, but not straight away, were you? Yeah, all the information I was consuming through my lectures were being assessed at some point. Either like if I was retaining the information, it was either being assessed that year, or I was going to retain it for my own personal knowledge, like archiving information, etc. So I, I think there's an argument to be had for grabbing knowledge and not using any of it. Like th th there, there is a balance there somewhere because if you spend 12 hours a day capturing information all the time, you're not doing anything with it. You're not producing anything. You're not going anywhere. It's just creating your own Google. <laughs> um, so th there's certainly a balance there. What that balance is is going to look different to for every single person. Every single person is going to be completely different. Researchers, for example, 
was sitting I'm, reading I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to touching on the sparks joy i see joy i'm like <laughs> um do you use any browser of course i do safe to notion it is the most beautiful it is the only one i use now by and by i don't use any other extensions for notion apart from one more but that's a different one but still i use two extensions for notion one of them is the browser one which is saved to notion because i like because of i now use um the notion goths a and e because i love how that works because it is a single place of like say to notion is just is just the best thing that happened to notion because i have the ability to categorize everything in different sections and has it now oh i've been away the last couple of days safety notion has just had an update it looks gorgeous now has it now oh it does sorry moment yes <laughs> like at the end of the day i'm also a nerd like i am 100 percent uncategorically a complete nerd there are some things that i do that no one really cares about but that doesn't matter because it's how i work and it's okay to not want to do the same things as me. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Notion here. We'll have a we'll have a nice Zoom chat or a Discord chat, and I'll help you. You, me, Notion Goth. We will sell. We will sell save to Notion to you. <laughs> anyway, We're gonna sell a free tool. <laughs> yeah, that's how I work. Making money out of thin air. Well. It'd be nice if you could. <laughs> That'd be really nice. Okay, Paulie's question. How do you both uh, prospect clients? That's an interesting one. How do you promote and market themselves? Uh, how do you find your clients? John. It depends. <laughs> That's what you were going to say, wasn't yep. it? Yep, those two words. So it depends. It like there are multiple ways to find clients. There are multiple ways to promote and market yourselves, and there are multiple ways to find clients. It what it depends on is how you like to do things. What do you enjoy? If you enjoy creating content, then creating content is how you start getting clients. Like it's it it depends on what you're looking for and what you want and what you need. In terms of marketing, which has become really a uh, an almost a dirty thing to do, I am just stalling with words to find a really good quote from my database. Um, just you're just waiting for Notion to load. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Notion is where's wood? Touch wood. You can't see it in the camera, but I am touching wood. Is really fast at the moment, and I am really happy with that. Shush. I better make another database. <laughs> no, you will not make another database. Stay out of it. <laughs> Marketing is just, and everything in business is a relationship. Like, everything in, in business is creating a relationship. And it's it's just... How am I doing that? As in the finding clients that Joy Fun. Oh, how am I finding? Okay. Uh, me? <laughs> I don't know. I don't do anything. They just, they just flock I, to me. I hate saying that because it's the most unuseful thing in the world. But I don't. People find me like the, what I assume 
what I assume is because people see what I do, um, so they find me, they talk to me, and that's it. Like it, it's there is no magic way of doing things. How I let's can you bring up that question again so I don't have to keep? Uh, yes, I can. I'm just going to scroll. Thank you. Uh, I can't see the question mark. There it is. And that is why we do the question mark, everyone, so I can find it. Yeah. So how do I, how do I prospect clients? I get on a call with them. Um, I do a 30, generous 30-minute 30 Zoom call with them, and I help them on that 30-minute call. It's commonly more known as a discovery call in the business world, but it's never a discovery call. It is basically a mini coaching session. I am a coach first, productivity specialist second. That there's, I mean, there's blurry lines on that one. How do I promote and market myself? I just try to help people. That's my job. I want to, I know what my, I know where my superpower is, where I am best. I am best when I'm bringing joy to someone. I know what I do. I know what I love doing and I want people to enjoy and love what they do. You need to know, and, and this is, for someone who doesn't like telling people what to do, you this is important. You've got to know what you love. Why are you doing what you're doing? If you're doing it to make money, that's fine. But there needs to be a deeper reason as well. There needs to be that what, what has driven you to become, you know, a notion specialist or a this or a that. Like, it is more important than freaking branding. Wine. Like, branding... Huh? Wine. She she works with wine. Wine. Yes. Ooh, lovely. I like that. And some other things as well. Why? Wine was the one that stuck in my head. <laughs> so why do you work with wine? What is it about wine that excites you? All that that provides. Like, think about why you do things. How and and there's always a reason. And it can be really simple. Or it can be really deep and meaningful. For me. I do what I do because I like bringing joy and I like helping people love what they do. The biggest spark for me is when I help people find what they love and do what they love. So how, how um, do you market? Do you market yourself in any way other than with your clients to help bring the sort of individuals you want to work with? Is, is there anything you do say anywhere like publicly, privately about who you want to work with, who you don't want to work with, or is it just you say no to people you don't want to work with? Yeah, if it doesn't, like, I want to help people. That's my primary aim. If I can help people and they don't want to pay me for it, then that's fine. Then they can, that's that's okay. Like, they don't have to pay me. I'm not expecting it. Like, my number one thing is to help people find joy, which is why, in a free call, I give coaching. And I give something that they can take away. Like, in terms of how I promote and market myself, um, the answer to that question is badly. <laughs> No, you're not bad at marketing. You you were telling me earlier that I was bad at marketing. Yeah, because you didn't post it. Like I just share what I'm doing. Like I enjoy if it, it's something that I'm passionate about. What I do is something that I'm passionate about, so I share it with as many people as possible. So I'm curious, where do you? So I'm assuming this is where um, Paulie was going. Where do you get most of your leads from? Is it from people have seen you through a group, through a referral, through? Where where do people first see you? I guess would be a question potentially. 
the two main ways that I find clients personally is Facebook groups and client referrals. Client referrals is my number one way of, of finding more clients because of the way I work is not, I wouldn't say it's not sellable, but it is hard to quantify what I do. When I was teaching just notion stuff, it's much easier to quantify. You can see my skill. You want me to do this skill. But how I help people to figure stuff out is not easily quantifiable in a pithy sentence. Uh, it's Believe me, I've just it's, been trying to philosophy. write a pithy sentence. <laughs> like my philosophy is what people love, but you cannot define your philosophy online very easily. Yeah. Apart from through creating content. I was going to say, you'd have to then create content around your philosophy for people to then either engage with or not engage with. But that takes a lot of effort and time. Yeah, it's about it, it, I choose the slow road because I care about YouTube is certainly slow. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, that that was defined by both. Like for but, me, there are many ways of making people my clients. I love psychology. I don't have a degree, but I could have one. Like, I, I taught myself how to use hypnosis. I know of suggestion. I know every single little psychological trick in the book, and I could be disgusting and dirty with it, which is what marketing has been portrayed as for years because marketing is a, is a sales tactic, is a trick, is tricking people to love what you do. That is disgusting to me, and I and I hate it. I was going to say, please, please clarify with that one because I don't like that. <laughs> you said that's what marketing is. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that is what marketing is seen as by a lot of people. However, the truth is, and this is where my quote comes up, like the best way to get clients, um, and this is a quote from the Fearless Marketing Bible for Life Coaches, which is interesting that's for life coaches, but I feel that it really does define it for everyone by... Simone Teal. See, this is why I have notion. You see? Exactly. Stop marketing, start telling the truth, and leave people in a better place than when than when you found them. Now, this is live coaching specific. However, so what does that mean? However, what does that mean? Plain English. What do you mean? In plain English, well, start telling the truth. Just tell tell your truth. Talk about what you what you believe in and leave people in a better place. Like just help people. That is it. Just help people. Help people. Yeah. And you needed a quote for that. <laughs> no, but I wanted to get a decent quote because I like the quote. And I want more people to get that book because it's a good one. Fair. That's fair. Lizzie has asked a, I was going to say a good question, but I haven't read the question, so I don't know if it's good or not yet. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's nice, isn't it? Well, I, I don't know if it's a good question. I'm there are no bad questions. There are no bad questions other than the ones that I can't read. And yes, I've had questions before where I literally can't read them. Um, but then to be fair, like some of them were bots, some of them were people just messing around. But yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, how thin is the line between giving free advice and giving so much advice you should ask a fee? That's a good question. It is a very good question. And I can't give you a very good answer for that, for that one. <laughs> there is no good answer because it depends on you. Like, 
give something an easy takeaway. Give people an easier takeaway. Um, give something easier that they can implement and use. And once you've done that, then when they come back to you, then they can come back to you and pay you. It depends on what you do. It depends on what you want to do. Like you have to define that for yourself. The line is defined by how you work. Like if you're spending all your time giving this one person pieces of advice for free and telling them how to do everything for free, that's not going to help you. It depends on whether you want to make what you do and what you help people with a business or not. If you want it to be a business, then give people support. But don't like, pick them up because not everyone appreciates being picked up. <laughs> Get it? Support because, yeah. anyway, uh, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, that was funny. Sorry? Like, it wasn't even funny. Like, yeah, it was. Just, no. <laughs> no. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was a good question. And I think what I would say to that as well is from my experience anyway, asking asking someone else for money as a complete newbie is, is difficult. And it, it, it value. Just, huh? Like this 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 goes into it. I saw this other uh, I saw this um value proposition. Like mm. money is a number. Money has a lot, depending on who you are, has a lot of either positive or negative um, connections to it. Um, you get to set the price, but you do not get to set how much value you can find in it. Um, this is me butchering um, the future quote. Uh, the future, the future as in the, and then future without F the E, F U R. Fantastic website talking about this. Uh, uh, a fantastic YouTube channel and website and everything from the uh, guys of designers. Mm. Um, but it is very much applicable to anything you do. Um, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I am not an expert in selling. I am not an expert in finding the right balance. It's it's a journey. It's it's what you it's it's you have to discover your own lines i think for me uh like i think kim put it in the chat yeah literally so kim asked me like a week or a couple of weeks ago i would say um oh there you go future that's how you spell it um but with with charging people or starting to charge people it's it's a case of just like anything else learning a new skill learning a hobby whatever it's getting started it's doing it it's it's getting that first payment like on youtube getting that first 1p from adsense was a milestone charging two pounds for an hour was a milestone it was it was a starting point uh so it's just for, for me anyway it's just okay i'm gonna do something and then i will i will push push through one barrier and then gradually build up and it's, it's building confidence in the ability to charge someone because you can't suddenly go from charging nothing to charging extortionate amounts of money <laughs> if, if you could do that uh, yes you can okay objectively you could subjectively i think that would be very challenging unless you're familiar with business like that's once again it, it depends on how you who you're looking to work with as well like but still as, as an individual if, if you are not comfortable with 
with charging money or you've never charged money before you're completely inexperienced and you don't know what to charge like as as a beginner charging money if you don't know what it's worth or if you're not sure how the the money thing works there's still something there so there's a, a learning yeah, yeah there's learning for it what it's worth mm -hmm. you are the person you do not get to decide what it's worth your client does Find the right clients that match what you need. If you want to start a business and you want to have your business be the main source of income, think about on a very basic level how much money you need to survive and 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 that, and then decide how many clients you want and start from there. You don't... Yeah, Notion Goth's got it. I wonder yeah. whether... I wonder where she got. Yeah. Thank you for literally saying that you don't charge for what it's worth. You charge for your expertise and knowledge because your expertise and knowledge, your experience and how much time you've spent in what you do. It adds up to quite a lot. And it's not just about how much, how much time it takes you. Because if I was to still bill hourly for my time, I would never be able to sustain um, a business. If I was to charge for just my time, the business would never be sustainable. And there are there are loads of ways to earn money and go through that. And there is certainly a, a process to do that. And when you're at the not necessarily the end, but when you're comfortable enough to do that, it's it's I don't want to say easier, but comparatively, when you have experience charging, it is comparatively easier than when you started. So there is still that that journey that I, the, the way I would look at it in my mind is there's, there's this big hill you sort of got to get over to start charging. And once you've done that bit, then it's okay. Now I can start. No. That you will, you will, you will go up over hills over and over and over again, depending on your relationship with money. And Lizzie, you got offered a coffee on discord. Should be proud of that. Should yes, you should. You yeah. absolutely should. Like if someone wants to pay you, you, <laughs> accept it graciously and and just for people who don't know me because there are a few people that i don't recognize i am not someone who's just out to grab your money <laughs> like like it's not how i work i work on a case of being able to provide value but my value is worth a lot of things to a number of different people i like what paulie look at it from the client's point of view if you're charging pennies you don't believe much of yourself they have no reason to believe in you Marketing is a science that studies market in order to come up with the best set of tools to sell your product or stuff. Now it's not a conversation like marketing. Good marketing is a conversation. Like you can study everything you like, but though the things you're studying are often like tactics and tricks to get people to buy what you want. Like from my perspective, marketing is a conversation. It is just deciding whether whether it is no different to here. For all intents and purposes, Danny is marketing to you, as am I, because we're sharing our experience, our knowledge, and what we do. We are always marketing. Like that is marketing is a conversation. Marketing is what is, is literally figuring out whether you are what people need. Seth Godin. And it's just a conversation. So what Seth Godin said, like Mark, I can't remember the exact because he's he's said it in so many different ways but essentially marketing is you adding something to a conversation in a context 
That's very abbreviated because he's put it in multiple different contexts and environments and situations from history to industrial revolution working to creative entrepreneurs to artists, et cetera, et cetera. But essentially the, 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 the nuts and bolts is you sharing what you can do to improve something in some way, plain English. All right. So I, I've just seen uh, the notion put, not notion goth put depends. So I have no idea what they're talking about in the chat, but <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, if you want to bring up uh, Kim's one? question of going by what you said, would you start charging a higher amount right away? That does depend. Like what you define as high and what other people define as high are very different. You should not. Um, and this is something that I've done for so, so long is, <laughs> is assume someone has a certain threshold of 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 investment but the thing is is that you do not know how valuable it is very difficult as the person who does it to understand the value that you have to another person as someone who studies psychology and is obsessed with psychology and like getting in people's head like it's still very hard for you to attach a value to what you do because for you it is effortless effortless <laughs> this is just said it may be the way i am i look for free stuff i'm exactly the same but that's you're not marketing to those people you're not marketing no. people that want free stuff you're marketing to the people that don't have the time or have more money yeah. than time or they they want to they want to get the expertise the value for it and they're willing to pay for it if if you're often, to people that don't want to buy stuff, <laughs> you're never going to sell yeah, anything. That, that's pointless. That 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 that's a, that's like shouting into a, a, into your pillow. <laughs> the only person that will hear you is you. Like, and even then, it's muffled. But like, really muffled. People if you're half who just want free stuff. Will never pay you, no matter how much you want. Like, they'll just go and find it for free. And actually, something I say all the time: you don't need to buy pay me anything. Go look it up. I have, but, but there is something to be said um, when you're coaching consulting of having the shortcuts and the ability of someone who is more experienced than you to come in and go, Hey, have you thought about this? Have you seen it? This perspective, like people don't necessarily, you had to ask a question. Go on. No, I was going to say there's a story and I can't remember all the details of the story, but Someone you you may know from the the small details that I can remember from it, but someone somewhere asked for a design of something, and a designer literally drew it on a napkin, and was like, "There you go." I, it was the Nike logo. It was a Nike logo, um, and they they literally drew a tick and was like, "There you go," uh, and they charged like hundreds and hundreds of thousands for it. But it took them five minutes to draw it and like a, a new, like a, a napkin and a, and a pen, but it took them like 15 years of design and all the rest of it, the behind the stuff, the behind the scenes. And so you're thinking, okay, wow. And, and that is, I mean, that's a, a unicorn example. <laughs> There's not many of those examples, but it's still there. It still exists. Uh, but again, that, that was certainly a journey because that, that designer went through the, I'm going to give out loads of free content just to get a reputation to be be a part of it. There, there is a there is certainly a journey journey to be had, and there's 
like you mentioned, there's bumps and bumps and hills in there. Uh, but that that first one is just, I think I think you can put it in chat. Just the 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 one dollar, the one pound, the one p. The, the first bit of income you earn for yourself is a massive milestone. As, as someone that's recently, recently done it, but yeah, and and also you have to have you have to be prepared to look at your relationship with money mm-hmm. because because that's a hard one. Like this is why I'm being very cautious on how I talk about money because a lot of it, a lot of it is just my own opinion and my relationship with money. If you are coming from a place where you are not wealthy, then or, or not wealthy financial wealth, if you're coming from a position where money has always been hard from, from my perspective, that's always been the case. Like, moving up in the world and where money has been seen as a bad thing money is just a number at the end of the day like it's it's always and even though i'm no good with it like it's just a math problem if you want something figure out where you want to be like set your goals like i want to earn x amount of money a month that's where i want to get to and then just figure then go backwards it's interesting like, bringing goals just figure it out it's interesting you bring in goals. Is that is that the same? Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't we have a discussion on a podcast about uh, goals, OKPs and and PIQs and the rest of them? PRs and the you know, yeah. Um, I love paying experts because experts save me time and as a result, money. But true experts are right. Yes, they are. They are. I don't like the term expert. I'm not a fan of it. No, me neither. I find the word ex the like. How do you define an expert? I think people have expertise. <laughs> I think people have uh, have expertise in certain fields, but I wouldn't say they're they're. Experts. The thing is, there's always someone who knows more than you. Oh yeah, yeah. about like something. Uh, about something in some way. Oh, excuse me. And if I offer things for free, am I stealing the money from someone who needs it? No, because um, no, because the people who want to come to myself or people who charge a, a lot of money, lot of money, um, which def- is defined in different ways, um, will have the people will still come. You will have the people who want things for free. If that is the audience you want, then that's fine. Like that's okay to have. Like. You are not stealing the money from someone who needs it. Nope. I'm I'm just going to put this out there. If if that was true, every single individual that has made a how-to video on YouTube <laughs> or on the internet or an article that's free to access is stealing money from someone, which technically I guess is true, but that means everyone is stealing from almost everyone. <laughs> uh but but that's Google. That's literally what Google is. Google gives you the answers that experts potentially could give you for a fee. People who want, when you start selling stuff, it's not the fact that you're selling something new or special or amazing. It's the fact that you're saving people time. It's exactly what um, yeah. what Bash just said. Like, it's about saving time. We'll go that capable one. People. Yeah, capable people. Yeah, if you're capable at something, you can help and support someone. The chapter um, ahead. <laughs> yeah, you only you can sell to the people behind you. And then you can look up to the people just in front of you. Like you will never end your journey. Your journey will never change. Completely. No notion is just literally puts it right above. Too many true aspects experts are ones that will continue learning and admit when they don't know something and find out where or who knows 
who might know that's that's the thing that's the cool thing it's like you do not like to sell something to be in business you do not have to know everything um you do not have to be this we can't <laughs> like well yeah you can't but often we think ourselves as we have to be we have to get to a certain level we have to be at least you know is an example like us you have to be at least as popular as as we are and then you at least have to hit this milestone once i reach this goal then i can start charging nope once you are a little bit ahead of someone else you can help support someone else and they can pay you for your time it's as simple as that it's just a trade mm -hmm. it's just a trade just a trade completely agreed Completely agreed. Even though, like, I I know I still have a lot of learning when it comes to money because I, I just do. It's it's part of the journey I'm on, and I'm talking with lots of people about it, and lots of people in business don't like what I do. <laughs> not not okay. Not don't like what I yeah. do. But sorry, sorry. No. What do you mean no? No. Yes, I agree. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. One of them. Um, and and it's for me not a. It's it's not something I had worried about, but now moving forwards, it is. It's it's on my journey. It's on my path moving forwards. Other, yeah, don't also just, I I want to come back on that because I am. That was a joke when I said yes. I don't like what you do. It's disgusting. Like um, that is me teasing and and just for context around it because context is important. Like Danny doesn't value himself to the point where he could. And people would pay an awful lot of money for what he does because he is good at what he does most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that little. Yeah. No, it needs to be. Danny is good. Stuff. Danny is really good at what he does, and people and he doesn't value himself to the same degree as someone else may, which is common. I'm not picking on Danny because I'm I'm almost the same, and I charge I think two two three times as much as you do. Or at least I've gone up at least. I think I need more than that. <laughs> Uh, it's just like I said, it's just fun for, for me, it's just fun, like, but for other people, um, it's serious business, so yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and 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 not even serious business, like I still have fun, and that's kind of I do define what I do with fun. I want to enjoy what I do, I love what joy. I do, joy, love, not fun, joy. Yes, it's the same thing, <laughs> there's no difference. You're just, you just, I'm gonna go and get the definition of both in a minute and just like go, yeah. Are you going to save that in your notion? Mm. You, you, you need to save it in your notion for the next time we have this discussion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gonna start, I'm going to add a new A&E, which is definitions. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a really fucking good idea. Just give me a sec. <laughs> you could just Google it every time. Why would you go into Notion to find the definition of something when you could just go into Google? It takes just as long. because it saves me time. It takes just because time. I want to save myself time. You're in Notion. What have you got to do? Go to the database, one click, click on the database, two clicks, and then search it. You could do literally the same with Google. Google. Maybe I don't want click, to. Click, clicks, click, click into search engine, and then search it. <laughs> it's the same when I click and search. And also, have you ever Googled a definition of something? There's like fucking 80 definitions of so many things. It's about finding the definition that works for you. Shush. How can I, I monetize a notion template? <laughs> I love it. You're just like, Whatever you no, like. I'm not even going to let him talk. We're going to move to the next question. <laughs> Go for um, it. However you want. 
Mm. Gumroad, very quick options. The gum depends. Um, how would you like to do it? How would you like to do it? Like, who are you aiming to support? Like, what what's your goal? What's your what's your dream? Where do you want to be? What do you want to do? I could have a whole conversation with you about this very quickly and very easily because, like, what do you want to do? It depends on where you want it. Yeah, find the definition that works for you. Absolutely. Everything is up. It's, it's all about context. It's all about context and finding what is best for you. What tool should I use? Depends on the context. When should I use this? Depends. Yep. Yep. I actually make blog posts so I can Google my own answer later. That is freaking genius, Bass. What's it? Where? Where are you looking? The, the most recent. One. I actually make blog posts so I can Google my own answer. My own answer later. That is genius. Because not only, not only does it put you up in search rankings because you're searching for an answer and then finding your blog post. So it's that, <laughs> which is very good. But two, it's that's really quite good. I might have to borrow that. <laughs> um kim um going back to your question sorry how can i monetize on uh, monetize a template um come and talk to me you have me on um discord let's have a chat i'd love to help you uh, lizzie sorry yeah come and chat and we can and i would happily talk to you about ways you can do so mm -hmm. um and just share because because i could i could riddle off like hundreds of different options but i would prefer to talk to you yeah and, have and, a and i mean kim if you want to chat too it's fine I was gonna say, yeah. whoever wants to chat oh yeah like yeah. if you have questions about like monetization like how to get started let's have a chat because i would be happy to help you and and talk about what's 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 what what what's what yeah i i, I think what, what, what? So, something for me anyway when thinking about selling is the why is it's is the why you're selling are you because when when i look at a lot of people because there are tons of people on comment sections that are gonna that that say i'm gonna sell this template sell this template and loads of students do it as well but they're doing it because other people are doing it and they think it's just an easy way to make money, money? which it's not <laughs> just because you made a no. template passive yeah passive no such thing yeah, just because you've made a Notion template and you're you're selling it on something, it doesn't mean anyone's going to buy it. Uh, so it's it's there's yeah there's more aspects to it. I mean, I guess we could come back to the marketing, how people are going to find it, and things like that. Um, so Gail, I'm late, but so happy to have made it to the Notion. Yes, it's it's a it's a reunion, but a short lasted one. Don't know when we're when we're doing the next one. I don't know. Maybe do every, no. every couple of months or something. <laughs> Yeah, we'll have a catch up every couple of months. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but but yeah, so I I know I know a lot of people that are I mean even in the app space they build an app thinking it's going to be the next Facebook. You're like, nope. <laughs> and and also it doesn't have to be like it's about figuring out what you want mm. and it, and it, it, like where is your journey going to take you? Like what's exactly your journey? Why. What do you want? Where do why? Why are you why why do you want to make it? Lizzie, you can chat to me. 
I'm not going to charge you or expect you to pay me for more. So don't worry. <laughs> Just to say. And one day, one day we will return. Eventually. <laughs> what, are you, what are you eating? I saw it was chocolate, but what sort of chocolate is it? I it want a sweet brownie. Oh, it's a brownie. brownie. Mm, sweet potato brownie. Bites. Little mini ones. There you go. Ah. Are they homemade? That looks like a homemade type. No. Oh. oh. I don't have time to... I don't have time. Yeah, maybe it was made and known. You know, your kids did it while you were working or something. I don't know. That's true. No. <laughs> but yeah, I'm that. that. That's true, but no, no, no. So I, I've asked this to a lot of the other guests coming in. I'm curious to, to hear your thoughts on this one. Uh, when I said value, I was not talking about... Okay. Um, the, the future of oh, dogs barking again downstairs the, the future of tools tech where, where do you see it going because some people are saying it's going to go voice all voice uh, maybe actions or vr headsets there's been some really interesting answers where do you see tools tech software etc going in the in the in elements of productivity space or do you reckon we just go back to paper? Wherever they need to. Need. Yeah. Need to. The needs need of everybody else. Like, I. It doesn't matter. Like that. That's that doesn't matter. Yeah, probably voice. Yeah, probably VR. But wherever it goes, it will go. Everything will change, and everything will move, and we'll move with it. Like. It's a weird question. <laughs> it's meant to be a weird question. <laughs> I like that. I haven't heard that one. Neurolink. That could. That's like super, super spacey out there. But eventually, yeah, it probably will go there. That'd be kind of cool. Quite like that. Can't imagine that. <laughs> no voice. I hope Siri. Okay. Um, doesn't understand me, so no. I hope it'll get better. Yeah, I, th I think it may get better. Uh, can I say what? Can I just say I'm loving the exclamation mark? I probably should put that in the ticker down the bottom as well. Um, what a productive stream this is for the two of you. <laughs> Did we even have a squirrel moment yet? Yes. We had one at like 30 seconds in and then like two minutes in. <laughs> and this is kind of a whole like this hot last 30 minutes is i mean that was marketing not productivity <laughs> so i guess the last 30 minutes has been a squirrel moment <laughs> but we haven't had any squirrel moments inside of that elon musk loads of different possibilities i so it's interesting when it when it comes to uh collaboration tools individual tools just 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 thinking about them in general for individuals that don't have teams or people that they work with uh obviously i i am one of those currently myself do you think I, i'm curious just a, a general question do you think they they need to be familiar with team collaboration tools or do you think it's just a, if you get there when you get there to have a va etc you start working with them then or do you need to do you think if people plan on building out a business do you think they should be preparing for having team members on or I guess a better question, when should they start planning for that? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I like that one. Um, I never planned to have a team. Ever. Um, I'm liking that question too. I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, that was a good damn question. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good one. That was a really good one. That's making me think. Like, it depends on you. And often when I speak, I was never a team person. I never wanted to have a team. I was, it was always going to be me on my own doing things the way I like. I just like the way I work and I don't want to work with other people and manage other people. However, it depends on what you want to do and where you see yourself. If you're just on your own, you have to understand you're setting a limit for yourself on how much you can necessarily earn limitations on your time like if you do not have a team around you when you are unable to do things the business will stop like in i'm talking business because this is where my main focus is yep. but like if you are in a, if you don't want to have a team then when your business when then when you stop your business stops if that's good for you then cool then no however you read you reading some of the comments yeah like a notion goths made a good point if they want to work with clients who have teams yes they do it's yeah but that's if you want to work with clients <laughs> like that's the thing it's like it's, it's what you want to do like why so i guess to to bring it a little bit home for you why did like why and when did you start using a va because i know you use a va why and when was that decision made the decision was made for me because i wanted to do more like i was getting to a stage where um i wanted to be able to support my clients when i'm not necessarily there because i need to be around for my kids like i have two children I have a wife. Like, I don't want to always be in this studio. Um, just everything relying on just me as a single person. And I wanted to have um, someone to work with me. So a VA is a virtual assistant. And she's not really a virtual assistant. So she's, she's a... She's an online business manager, so she helps me manage my business. The reason why I have a team, which is not really a team, it's just me and someone else, um, is because I want to stay doing what I do best. Like, I want my business to be the best it possibly can be. And there are things that my OBM, Rebecca, just does better. Like, she's just better at it because it's what she loves to do. And so I would rather, one, support a fellow business owner, because I like that, 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 once again, helping them find joy and love what they do. If them working with me brings them joy and helps them to love what they do, then heck, yes, I'll have that. That's what I want to do. And two, it helps me to keep loving what I do. Nice. It's what I love it. I, I just, you know, thank you. I was about to say that. What, the OBM or Mark's? Still so weird to hear Danny say this about Notion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Betrayal. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, 
I decided that I wanted a team member when I started wanting to focus and prioritize on what I was doing because I don't have all the hours of the day. Unlike yourself, Danny, who can do everything all the time because everything's kind of taken care of for you. If that's not correct, you pretty much. You have most of the things that, like, you don't have to worry about bills. <laughs> you don't have to worry about, like, food, stuff like, like not, you don't not have as to much, think about Not as much as other people, but I still have to think about it. Yeah, like you, you could get away with not think. There's a lot of things you don't have to think about, which I do. That's that's just the way it is, and that's fine. That's cool. That's good. Like that's really a smart thing to do at, at the moment. Yeah, and I think I think I think the thing. I mean, that's a. I guess, I guess maybe that's a home environment thing. So obviously, still living at home, I still have to pay rent. Uh, still have to think about food when I'm eating, when I'm not eating, cleaning, and the rest of it. Like all the the, the housey types chores. But you have a family. So, yeah. like we, uh, what was it? I think it was two weeks ago. We spoke about responsibilities. Where the responsibilities were, how many responsibilities are good, bad? We need like we came to a conclusion, rough conclusion that we need responsibilities to feel like we're doing something. The, the topic of the conversation was around COVID, uh, and obviously, some people just sat home, did nothing because they were furloughed, and they they needed something to do. They needed some responsibility to feel like they were getting somewhere. And you have more responsibilities, I guess, per se, like depending on how you class a responsibility but there yeah was, it's all about definition but yeah it was what my priorities were as as me what i what i care about and um, what i care about most of all is helping my business my people i work with helping them find what love what to love what they do and me continuing to love what i do like that's my priority is to make sure that i continue to to enjoy what i'm doing and love what i'm doing However, there are always certain aspects. I know where you're going to go with this. No way you're going to go with this. So I'm going to come and get you just to make sure. Go for it, because I really don't think you do. <laughs> I don't know. Really. Um, like, I lost my train of thought now. I think the difference is this. What would happen if you couldn't pay rent one month? What would happen if... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, Kim's... The point between you and I, the difference mm -hmm. between us... Is like what would happen if you couldn't pay rent? What would happen if I couldn't? Exactly. Yeah. There is there is a huge difference in that in that matter. Like, it does fall partly upon me to make sure we have food in the house, to make sure we have like the rents paid. Like, all of those things are important for me to be able to do. Yeah. The consequences which goes back to that. How do you price yourself? Like, like the consequences of responsibility. Oh, I like that. That's good. Yeah. Consequences of responsibility. Like. The reason why I hired someone is to is so that I can continue doing what I do best and so that I can start focusing on one thing because I don't have the same amount of time, the same amount of energy, the same amount of ability to do all the things that I was able to do before. Like I have to prioritize what I want in life because that's just the way it works. I have to prioritize. And so for me, I wanted my business to be able to run without me if needed i mean yeah yeah so, so the the analogy that i like to use in my mind because i come from the strength conditioning world is you have a baseline of energy during the days and you there are some activities that are above it i.e overreaching some activities below it active rest and then you have like the full rest what, what would you say is because you say you enjoy your work but obviously everyone that works even though if they have fun with work same with me like there is a certain amount of energy you need to expend when doing that work 
what what for you is is your like your rest i'm gonna chill out because it sounds like to me that you enjoy playing with tech and tools and apps but you enjoy working with loads of people as well and you have a va to part ways with some things like as an entrepreneur obviously we're like yes we're gonna work 24 hours a day and completely burn out uh, <laughs> but we need to rest what for you is resting is it sitting on a sofa watching a film but you just said you watch youtube or Eating brownies that you're resting. Uh, I will. I will carry on talking whilst you're mum munching on the brownie. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm stalling. I'm really good at stalling information. Carry on, John. Thank you. So my brain doesn't stop. Like I cannot stop my brain from going. So even when I'm in periods of rest, I'm not resting. Like my brain doesn't stop. Um, so that is actually something I struggle with, like an actual proper rest and the notion God who knows me very well knows I don't necessarily rest. Um, and how I define it is different. Like, as you were saying, like baseline, <laughs> I don't sleep. It's like, not quite that bad. Hey, don't stop me in. <laughs> But I will go. <laughs> I know when I need to stop, and I will. And that does vary each time. Um, and being able to <laughs> do, it. I've had a lot of sleep. It's just not enough because my whole sleeping pattern has gone upside down because of a project I've started. So, so. It's more than two hours. I am sleeping properly. I am sleeping a decent amount to make sure I'm okay. Sweet potato brownies. Yeah. 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 They are delicious. They were delicious. They are now gone. <laughs> yum. Yum. Sorry. Um, like, I, I, th I wrote a post about this yesterday. Literally yesterday. Like, it's the right kind of tired. Mm -hmm. That's it's why I brought it up. I read it. Oh, look at this. Look at this. You know, you did your research. Research? No. I just have you on my notifications on Twitter. So when I look at my phone, I get like, oh, John's posted today because you have 17 notifications from John Soids. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do read them. So some of them. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's like the right kind of tired. What I do to relax is not necessarily just sleeping. It's, I like to read. I love to read. But strictly speaking, that's still work. Um, that, that's kind of yeah. where I was going with the question, because with with the, the maintenance, the, the active rest, the overreaching, and the, the, the bottom line rest, what I would say, like, bottom line rest is, is the sleeping. <laughs> it's, the, it's the recharging of the batteries. Uh, but we're never, complete, we're never completely gone, because our brain is always going, well, I think most of us, our brain is always going. We're always thinking about things, which is why when we're in the shower, supposedly resting, we get great ideas or walk in the dog or whatever it happens to be. So we're never fully resting. I was just wondering where your, where your metaphorical barrier in your mind is where it comes to, okay, I need to take a break from this thing because I know you're not a massive fan of Pomodoro. I can't stand it. There we go. Uh, so I was wondering how you sort of go, okay, I've been working at this for seven hours. I should probably get some sleep now. Like, 
what is it in your head that makes you go, okay, I need to change task or I need to go to bed or like, how do you set yourself and go, I need to, I need to do this or I should do that. What, what, what's I that going in your head? But like for me, I don't think I should do something or need to do this, need to do that. Like it's, it's, I just know, which is a rubbish reply, but like when I'm ready to stop, I'll stop. Like <clears throat> I don't have a fixed way of working because I can't, my brain does not. <laughs> Danny hasn't tested sleep trackers yet. Basically testing apps while sleeping. <laughs> He's thinking about it now. Well done. Well done. The thing is, I have. Yeah, actually, I think I have actually thought about it. It's just I didn't. I don't really know how I'd go about doing it because I don't like like wearing things like bracelets or rings. Or just, just, nah. Mm. So I, yeah, I think I know when I'm tired. When I start making, like, I, I agree. I think a nerdy notion has captured it quite well. Like when I start making mistakes, it's time to stop. When I'm getting frustrated, it's time to step away. When like <laughs> that is kind of my... I, I can't use that in coding. That's like two minutes into the problem. I'm like, I've misspelt that. I've done this. <laughs> no simple mistakes. Like it's it's when I'm like, I know how to do this, but I'm doing it wrong anyway. I th yeah, that's an interesting one. In in for me, in my mind, my brain works quicker than a lot of like a lot of my actions a lot of the time which is why typing mine too and and when i'm coding or i'm learning to program learning to code in python at the moment i will i will have finished writing the first bit in my head and i will start writing the next bit before i've actually finished the first bit so i'll misspell things i'll miss things out i'll miss colons and commas which is a pain in the bum when you're coding uh, and it's the same with notion formulas as well like you, you go through the notion formula like why isn't this working oh i skipped that whole bit um so yeah i, I was just wondering because like we both i think honestly honestly if I, i'm trying to be valuable here mm -hmm. but if i just say i don't i don't know when i stop because there's a part of me that just doesn't stop i mean i mean i I have ASD, so autistic. I'm on the spectrum of autism, basically. And so my brain will never stop. I cannot, and believe me, I've tried meditation. <laughs> no. Like, when I, I just know it's a gut reaction, like, okay, I need to stop now. I, I just need to stop. Like, I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting annoyed. Like, things aren't working. Simple things aren't working. I just need to step away and have some time away when i do that often it can be something as simple as just like putting a musical on although i've now started putting musicals on when i'm working which is means i work for longer because i enjoy listening to the musical in the background and then work and i'm able to sustain because i'm like filling if you take the cup analogy of like you fill your cup at it. i'm currently i'm basically i'm filling and emptying my cup at exactly the same time so i'm able to sustain for longer i'm so intrigued as to what your rescue time looks like and I know rescue time wasn't mentioned earlier in the digital toolkit, but I know you use it. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm so intrigued to see what that looks like. With I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I don't think about it because it's just on. Yeah, it, it, it just sits here in the background. Well, you must think about it to some extent. Like, you must look at it at some point, I don't know, a monthly checkup or something. Or is it just you feel like going, you know what? I'm going to have a look at rescue time because why not? <laughs> yeah, it pretty much is. It pretty much is.
let's have a look at the week this last week because i've had a very busy week oh cool i haven't had a very busy week i like that it's good I love that. I had some long days. I mean, mental planning session time. <laughs> Meditation. You mean mental planning session time? <laughs> yeah, basically. So, uh, yeah, most of the time going to the toilet. Yeah, that's another one for me. When I go to the loo, that's a break. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, because obviously with, with, with the streaming, I... I don't even like I've said this before. I'm I'm looking at the clock now because I've just said it. Hour forty. I wasn't thinking hour forty. I was thinking hour, but okay. Um, but sh streaming, you have a conversation and you just get into it, and it's that flow state of work. And whenever I'm working on something, because I enjoy what I do, I'm always in the flow state. And streaming is one of those things that I just struggle with to say, oh yeah, we're gonna stop now. Which is it's it's funny on Twitch. I don't even have to worry about it. Because I could just sit there and I'm like, oh, I have dinner in like five minutes. I'm going to go now, guys. Or, which happened, when was it, last week or the week before? Oh, I'm streaming on YouTube in five minutes. I need to get off Twitch and go onto YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I had this, I think. I did a stream where I showed my space, my Notion space. I had a call at 4 p.m. Um, and I had to literally chuck myself off. I'm like, I barely went through any of this. Oh, I guess I better go then. Like, it is very easy for me to get into flow state. I don't struggle with flow state. I flow. I struggle being out of one. <laughs> like, yeah, I spend most of my life in a flow state. The world around me doesn't exist. Like, I am in a flow state all the time, which is, I actually think, is related to ASD, ADHD, like. Did you? I, I, I think it does. Did you see the yeah, conversation I, I had with um, Brian? Was it Brian? No. Uh, the Obsidian guy. Wow, I'm so bad with names. It was Brian, wasn't it? Yeah, Brian Jenks. Yeah, Brian Jenks. Mm, I didn't know. So he talks about ADHD a lot because he is ADHD and how his his workflow is affected, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And very, very similar. When like going through, obviously, you can have a look back at the live stream, but it's very, very similar. I feel I feel so much better. I'm not the only one. <laughs> Stop it, no you go. Stop revealing my secrets. She has she's been like she's worked all day. And I'm like, oh, oh hi. When did oh you finish work early? No, it's eight o'clock in the evening. Oh I should probably eat now. Yeah. The the only reason I remember to eat lunch is because I make sure I bring it up when I'm streaming. And I make sure I eat the food before I finish streaming. So sometimes I'll eat lunch at like 10 minutes before dinner because I I'm, I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, I've got dinner soon. I haven't eaten my lunch. I'm going to eat my lunch now. <laughs> Which is why drink water in the morning and in the evening is on my to-do list. Otherwise, I just won't do it. I just won't consume stuff. Breakfast, however. Yeah, I always have my, I always have my big bottle of water. It's not that big, but it's, it's a liter, I think, because otherwise I would forget. This was here this morning. This is my morning water. <laughs> this is my morning water because I forgot. Uh, but yeah, I feel so much better. I'm not. I'm not the only one. I'm still searching for my flow state. I've not discovered it yet. Uh, figure out what you love to do. Like you cannot find your flow state. That is um, not the best way of going about it.
your flow state, you get into flow state very easily if you know what you're doing and you love what you're doing. And if you don't want, like, if you're not fully invested in what you do, often people, I struggle to get into flow state, but once I'm in my flow state, that's it, I'm never out. Like, it's the starting which used to trick me, that tripped me. It's like, I'm going to sit down and do this now. But as soon as I get started, it it, it just happens. Like, I'm, I do not set, I find it really funny. Like, truthfully, I just, I laugh whenever I read this. Let me just, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in my, I'm going to put it in my calendar. I'm going to have a two hour flow state session. And I'm like, <laughs> funny one. We need two hours. We talking about love. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I have a two-hour flow state in the evening when I go to bed. Um, that, that's why. Really? That's why time blocking. I just laugh at it. I laugh at it. Yeah. Can YouTube be my flow state? Yes. Where, 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 where was that? Yes. Right at the bottom. Gail. Oh, can Gail. You, put. Can uh -oh. YouTube. Yes. Yes. If you are totally engrossed in something. That is what a flow state is. A flow state can be productive, and it also can be unproductive. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Like, yeah. Minecraft. Like, a flow state. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Minecraft, for example. Yeah. There's, a flow state is not good this. or bad. It's neutral. I'm just going to do this, or I'm just going to do that. Oh, oh, I could do this now. Oh, I could do that now. Shit, it's 6 a.m. I have school at 8. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that was like, yeah. like flow state is not flow state is not negative or and it is not positive, it is not product productive, it is not improductive. It is, it is just what it is. Like it's, a flow state is what you get into when you are engrossed in something. It's not this magic thing you have to drink a coffee an hour before or what other nonsense yeah. crap that I see hacks to get into your flow state. Oh, piss off. Do just do what you love. Like do what you love and then you will go into a flow state. I love learning. I can I can spend three, four hours learning things. Me and Danny enjoy streaming. We have literally spent nearly two hours streaming and it feels like five minutes. Because it has been five minutes. We love to get rid of the hour 40. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I look at it. <laughs> we we still need to do that twelve-hour stream. Just saying. <clears throat> I know. I want to do the twelve-hour stream. Believe me. Well, you're you're but... busy, so that won't be happening for ages. Well, with us anyway. No. Maybe we'll just host it without you, and you can come on for like an hour at some point. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? We'll see. Minecraft is productive. Absolutely. Not sure about that one. <laughs> Times is more about keeping. Is keeping people away. People getting into your flow state is a reason for murder. I think this this may be because I'm half deaf. It's very hard to get my attention when I'm working. <laughs> I'm also like, uh, yeah, like although I can get frustrated, like I don't, I don't like people getting into your flow state mm, 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 mm. that that sounds like a you problem <laughs> like frankly like I, I mean that in the most kindest of ways like people can disrupt me from my flow state but i'll get back into it quickly 
that may just be me and the way that my brain works. Like my, my issue is never getting into flow state. It's staying out of flow state long enough to communicate with my family. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like that is my biggest issue. I am trying to reduce my flow state because I spend too much time in my flow state. And then when you go talk yeah. to your family, you're talking to your family about what you're thinking about. <laughs> and they do not care in the slightest. And then when you finish that conversation, you go back to exactly what you're doing anyway. So your brain doesn't really go anywhere. Your body just moves and your brain stays, whatever you were doing. That's a good point. Uh, notion golf. Minecraft is how I decompress at the end of the day. Very productive. Yeah, absolutely. Like I find that's how it can be. Anything can be productive and not. I tell my kids to agree. It's a same as food. Everything is everything is healthy in moderation. It was that this one. I tell my kids who are grown teenagers who interrupt my flow state. I brought you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very true. I I don't think either of us can say. Well, we I, can we say that? No, not really. Because you contribute, well, you contributed. Yeah, contributing. Yeah. Yeah, let's leave that one. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah, Budom. Um, oh, that reminds me, this is a massive squirrel moment. Tom Scott, best video I've seen on YouTube for, for like, oh, for so long. It's like nine years old. The Budom thing. He literally dropped two drums and a cymbal off a cliff when someone else made a joke. Like his friend made a joke at the bottom of like a, a hill cliff thing and it was recording. And then Tom Scott literally just dropped two drums and a cymbal and it made the noise. I was like, that's so cool. It's like nine years ago, really old graphics. <laughs> but I was like, that's so cool. It was a crap oh, joke. Just, as that, well. is, mm, that is beautiful. I love it. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the small things in life. But we, we are closing in on two hours, and uh, I do need to, to take a bio break as well, plus get some other stuff done, because um, I'm, I'm getting addicted to a certain game uh, that, is actually, that is actually helping me learn code. So, And if you're interested in any of that, go over to Twitch and you'll see me. Um, but yeah, getting addicted to a game, so I might actually go back to that. What is it? Coding game. It's literally yeah, code in. Is that what it's called? Yeah, codeingame.com. And it, you literally learn code through so you can play against people. Essentially, you're given a problem, three different types of problems, uh, and then you either have to solve the problem in the shortest code or be the first one to complete it. And you can compete. It can be public, so you compete against people roughly your level, or it can be private, and then you just do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting sucked in. There's puzzles. and Anyway. Massive side thing. If you want to watch me do that or help me do that, because that's what some people on Twitch do. They're literally like, you're an idiot. Why have you done it like this? Do it like this. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's so much fun. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm probably going to get back to that. And obviously I know John is busy and I don't want to take up all of his time because I know he needs to sleep because you do need to sleep, right? I guess, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah supports that, you know, I am supposed to sleep. Um, I did literally sleep before I came on the stream because 
That's what right, my time a midday nap. Pretty much. No, uh, thank you for the time. This has been probably the most most wired live I have watched from Danny's channel. It's yep. my fault. Yep. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's his fault. <laughs> it's, it's what happens when you get two British people on a call. Yeah. Two British people. Actually, have you spoken to Tama? Huh? Tama. Have you spoken to Tama? Uh, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about him after stream. Um, but yeah, so do you want to add anything to the conversation before we close this out? You're awesome. Not you. You're, you're not awesome. They're awesome. There you go. And on that note, goodbye, John. Bye, everyone. <laughs> See you tomorrow.